Hello, you're listening to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio, a place where like-minded people come together to discuss spirituality, awakening, plant medicine, and more. Hello, everyone. Whether you are listening or watching, it is a pleasure to have you be a part of the Dragonfly Heart Medicine podcast audience. My name is Kristen, and today with me as always, my guest, I feel like I always say I have a special guest um, because they're all special. Every guest that I have, um, I feel like is really unique and it's always really awesome to talk about things with like-minded people. So today I have Crystal and I'm going to let her briefly introduce herself and let us know why she decided to be on the podcast today. <clears throat> hello, hello, everyone. I um, I'm Crystal. I am embodying my my new name, which is the Dragon Queen. So I'm here for all those vibes. Um, I am a Reiki master. I am a shaman. I am. <laughs> A witch. I have so many other names, and I'm also a therapist and a life coach. So, um, it's truly just all of those things are just where my dreams intersect. So, I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm here to really just expand and to have a conversation around um, the the beings and the mechanics of energy work and how it's so changed my life in the way that I, um, I walk through the world. So I'm here to actually spread that message. Um, and that, um, you know, to increase the bandwidth of what the healing frequency that is available to you when you choose, um, this, this path of, um, being a light worker. So thank you, Kristen, for having me. (laughs) I'm so honored. I mean, the, some of the, the ways you just like used words together there, that, that made a lot of sense. The way the no, I got you. some of the phrases that you said, like, you know, um, all these different hats that you wear or where your dreams intersect. Like, I thought that was a really beautiful way to say that. And it, you know, energy work and Reiki have like shifted how you walk through the world and like increasing the bandwidth. Like I like that analogy as well. Mm-hmm. So fun fact me and Crystal actually met through Reiki. She signed up for one of my Reiki courses. I think she was actually the first person to do my online course ever that I had like created. Oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> no wonder why 111 showed up for both of us. Look at that. So, yeah, we started the podcast right at 111 too. So that's that's kind of how we met. So we do kind of have the, the Reiki energy work bond kind of going on. Um, so tell me more about how Reiki and energy work have helped to shape how you walk through the world? Um, well, how Reiki has helped me to uh, walk through the world differently is, is that one of the things it Reiki allowed me to walk and own in my own sovereignty. And we don't, um, uh, we don't do our due diligence when it comes to uh, maintaining our, our fields, you know, our, all of our fields, not just our mental field, which is our thoughts, our emotional body, you know, which is our emotions. And then 
our spiritual body and you know and so when I started to get into the work it changed it changed the way I looked at things because I was addressing my um addressing my needs from a from a complete holistic perspective whereas um society would have you only focus on like one aspect of it you know um which is like your mental health and even then there's stigma around that too um but energy work just really just blasts through all of that so you can really see what you're looking at with with precision and you don't have to spend forever um in a therapeutic setting if you choose you know um and that's something that I've been telling my clients is that you you know when you deal with the energy work you don't have to um you don't have to sit in a therapeutic chair like for years and years now we there's techniques that we can use now to go to the root and 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 dissolve it forever so um and then you're free to make a new choice so that that's just one you know one of the many instances of just how energy work has changed my life because i apply the same principles that i use with my clients and because i go first i start i i don't do anything that i haven't done on myself and like you know because you're your own magic you know and so when you own that the magic becomes more evident to other people and you become more magnetic when you have embodied um when you embody the magic, like who you are, you know, you're who you are at the core. Um, and so the energy work has just really allowed me to transmute a lot of heavy energy that I had in my field. And I feel more wholeness. I feel more connection to spirit. I feel more connection to myself and others because I have this self-sovereignty that is done through, um, through Reiki. In fact, level one is all about the beginning stages of self-mastery. And so that changed my life. Whereas we're, you know, this culture that we're in, it's so, um, taking care of yourself, putting yourself first is selfish. You know, we have that as a cultural value and energy work really shifts that polarity because you, you start to see more, you start to see where your triggers are. You start to see how, um, how your reality is reflected because of the thoughts that you think and the emotions that you carry and because of the things that you do. Right. So, um, it's just an acceleration of spiritual growth. I feel Reiki has just attuned me to and I'm here for every minute of it. <laughs> Such a beautiful description. I love how clear you are in your like responses and like how it's, you know, how the energy is just like coming through you and like speaking your heart flowing so beautifully and so eloquently. Um, and yeah, I feel like Reiki is more of a holistic approach. It can really help you with mind, body, spirit, and everything in between, as long as you're showing up with no expectations, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes if you show up with specific expectations, they may or may not be what you actually get. Right. I feel like Reiki really just, it goes, like the energy just goes like where you really need it to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're surprised with what comes up, but that's what we need because Reiki really does help to get to that root and show us the beginning and the origins of these limiting beliefs or the, these like clouds in our aura or that dark, um, heavy energy. And I love also how you said 
um, for you, like you're not like BSing the stuff, you know, when you're telling your clients things, it's things you've really experienced and what you're embodying within your life, you know, to, to show them that, you know, this is for, can be for anybody. It's not just me. I've used this to work on healing and I can share this with you. Um, I do think it really can't amplify things. So people have to be really ready because sometimes it comes with some interesting, you know, things that come up, side effects and whatnot. But as long as you're, you know, with a practitioner, you trust and those things come up um, and, you know, combining it with the other things, you know, some people think Reiki is a um, like substitute for any of the other stuff. Like if you do Reiki, you don't ever have to see a doctor or you don't ever have to go to therapy, but it's your life. So if you want to do those things too, it's fine. It's about having the whole team to support you wherever you are. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you did touch on that. And I, I really love that you appreciate that as well, because that's something that also, um, our culture is, is really seeing a shift in, um, and, so yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Don't hesitate. Um, you know, as a therapist, of course, I'm going to say, Hey, you know, everybody should have the therapeutic experience at least once. Um, and you know, because we're so worthy and deserving of having someone hold space for us and reflect back our feelings. Um, and so, yeah. And, and, you know, go see an acupuncturist if you need to, or go see like, uh, you know, your, your primary care physician, we need to just look at it. Like we health and wellness is like a full spectrum without limitation, you know? Um, and so, yeah, just really leaning into that expansiveness. I really appreciate that you, that you have, you, you know, you said that as an approach, because I feel like that, that is where, um, that is where we, um, that's where we're headed. We're headed to the expansiveness that includes, you know, energy work and body work and, you know, in with the, you know, in with seeing your primary care physicians, you know, and I'm totally here for that, seeing that expanded mm-hmm. scope of care, because I yeah. feel like and we're all already so many. Yeah. And there's already so many more doctors out there that are taking a holistic approach and you have functional integrative medicine. So there's a lot of um, shifts and changes within the, that. And I just really feel this like beautiful blend that's starting to happen between like the Eastern stuff and the Western stuff. And it's not always like you have to pick one or the other, right? Um, which has been really nice. And you also mentioned throughout this process as well, it's deepened your relationship to source and to spirit. And so what has that been like? Um, (laughs) I can share, um, one of my favorite new, newest, uh, memories, um, or experiences, I should say. So, um, I went to get my Reiki master attunement shortly after, uh, my mom passed away in late July. And so I ended up, um, I was just on the floor because, and this is another thing, you guys, when you start to attune to the light, your shadows and everything that's hidden and everything that was, uh, you know, buried deep within your consciousness bubbles up to the surface. And so Kristen, I really like what you had to say. It was like, 
the, the light will, you know, pull these things out of you and you, you do just have to be ready and you actually do get what you need in the Reiki experience. Like you're not just because you don't have this high flying experience or you don't feel anything, maybe, you know, whatever your experience is, you will get the work. You will get the light. You will get what you need from Reiki. And that's just how the energy works. The energy goes to where, um, it is most needed. Um, and so I was in Puerto Rico on the floor <laughs> and, um, I was being supported, um, by these lovely women that I, I, I didn't know at the time. And I was going through a, um, my third eye, like fully open while I was there. And so, um, that it's because the Reiki master attunement, what I was being trained for the day, maybe the day, but two, the day or two before I got the attunement, I was already experiencing these higher levels of frequency. Um, and so when my third eye opened, I ended up in a, um, full shamanic journey without any psychotropics, like, like psychedelics, I mean. Um, and because that's another one of my gifts, I'm naturally tapped in that way through my native American ancestry. And so following through those roots has really just been amazing. And that's something that my Reiki journey had inspired me to do because I, it increased my ancestral lineage connection as well. When I started to attune to the light. So, um, following in their footsteps, um, it's allowed me to see more. So I was in the journey and, um, I actually was, uh, in the lower world and I, and I ended up helping my mom ascend to the higher level of frequency to where her soul needed to be. And I didn't realize the significance of that, what was happening until after that, <laughs> because what oh, it, you know, healing powerful. is ugly, right? It's not, you know, I was literally on the floor, like, you know, purging guys, this wasn't, you know, healing is not glamorous. It's not, you know, it's, it's raw. It's, it's, you know, um, and when you're ready to let go of something, you will reach liberation, you know, and not a moment sooner, by the way. Um, and so I, you know, I was in the shadow world and my, my beautiful wolf spirit guide, whose name is love. She came and got me. And I love telling this story. I know only a few people have heard it. Um, and she came and got me because I, I was so like, this is what I'm actually meant to do. I'm actually helped. I'm actually meant to help guide souls. And mm -hmm. so that realization came through helping my mother. So, um, we actually elevated together once my, you know, while my third eye was opening, I had this full on shamanic journey with her. Like she was, you know, there. And then, um, and so after I got back to the middle ground, uh, which is here on earth, um, the next day, um, I ended up seeing her visit me in all of her angelic glory. And I felt such a peace in my heart because she told me, Hey, you helped me ascend. And that is no great. Like for, for me, that is just with the work that I do, that is no greater. There's no greater honor than, than for me to experience that from my mom, you know, I can't, you know, so I can't make all the, I can't make the magic stuff up people like this literally is my life. And I was so, just about to say, you can't make this stuff up. folks. <laughs> really can't. And so, you know, there's so much magic and so much power and so much grace available to us when we, when we decide, when we decide to heal, um, when we decide to um, heal those self-limiting beliefs. When we decide to attune to the light and actually 
you know, dance with our shadows. We have nothing to fear when we walk this path um, because yeah. you're going to be fully supported. So just um, for anyone who has had some apprehension about starting their Reiki journey, I will tell them to, um, to just keep an open mind and keep an open heart about what you may experience because every experience is different and it really just, it helps to, it's supportive, loving energy that helps you attune to your life and the, and the, whatever you desire to create with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> so that's what it's been like for me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's a really um, great, really interesting story. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the very beginning of the healing process is more of the, like the sunshine and the rainbows mm-hmm. and you feel kind of like you're on a cloud. Everything's oh, yeah. great. And that's kind of when you're, you know, more up in like, I feel like your upper chakras yes. to me, this is how my healing happened. Um, you know, I've worked with plant medicine and I've worked with Reiki and like my first Reiki attunement was like that. It was like my life all of a sudden just was magic and everything was so beautiful. And then I got into like Reiki two and Reiki master and Reiki master teacher. And it's like, I started going deeper and deeper into my own stuff. And that's when it starts to get really hard, really messy, to be honest, I'm still right in the middle of some very heavy shadow work. Mm -hmm. Um, but what you learn to do is it gets easier to like lean into that friction and it gets easier to trust that even though it sucks right now and you're experiencing, you know, you're crying or you're having really intense visions or like whatever it is, like, you know, eventually like it's going to stop. And you know, that as long as you fully commit and submit to the process that you're in, knowing that you're supported, not just by spirit and by source, but like your whole team, right. Right. Uh, of angels and spirit guides and ancestors. Like we are never alone, even though it can feel very alone to walk this healing path mm-hmm. because we can have, you know, all that support, but we still have to feel it. We right. do not get an exemption from feeling our feelings not at all. and going to those dark places, but we are held and supported within that. It's like, we do have, a, even though we can't see it, there is a safety net right there. Um, but it can be hard and it can be challenging. And I don't feel like enough people talk about the more shadowy aspects of healing and what that can be like. So a lot of people get to that place and they're like, oh, well, I mm-hmm. thought awakening is like sunshine and rainbows. And all I'm seeing is like dark clouds and lightning and thunder and like torrential downpours. Right. So I think, you know, it's like, because like you said, the light is going to bring up those shadows and it usually doesn't happen right away. Oh no. In my experience, like, you know, it's kind of like you have to, it like, yeah, it's just, it's going to go where it needs to go, but it's, and you may not feel like you're ready because you're like, Oh, like I didn't think I was ready for this, but you're never given anything you can't really handle. And that's, that's how we learn, right? We, we came to earth to be challenged and to grow and it would be boring if it was just like, Every day was the same. Oh, every day was the same. Like it might be nice for like a week or so. Like, you know, or then you're like, all right, I need some drama or right. I need something to like spice up my life just a little bit. Right. So we're always collecting yeah. data and uh, building contrast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we don't talk about the shadow side enough because oftentimes we're, you know, we're still living in fear. We're still living in the, um, we're still living in survival. Um, and even, um, 
you know, living in the, uh, the upper chakras, um, that had a lot of exhilaration and bliss to it, to me. So then, but I also, uh, through my healing journey, I recognized that part of that was like a trauma response. And so I really had to watch what I was seeking, um, and being mindful of that. Like, am I chasing this, this exhilaration because I'm really just ignoring my deepest pain, you know, um, while I, you know, I've been, I was healing my, my mother wound, um, basically all my life. And then, when, when she passed, I felt like I, I completed that cycle. Now that that does not mean for any of you who are going through the journey that the mothering aspect of self stops just because when you're, you know, when you're, when your mother transitions, there's still work for you to do. And there's still things for you to unpack in your life. Like I, you know, I didn't just feel like I had arrived, even though I felt like the chapter, the cycle had been closed out. Um, I'm still currently, you know, seeking for ways to, and, and embodying the ways of mothering now, you know, and I feel like it's important to, to talk about that because we, um, as natural born nurturers, you know, we often tend to look for things outside of ourselves really easily to reflect back what we need. Um, and so what the Reiki journey will do is it will have you look inward naturally. You'll start to feel the gravitational pull to look at things in your experience because your energy is, is like pulsing with it. Um, and so Reiki also helped me to confront my deepest fear, which was that this wound would never be closed and that I would never see victory. I felt like I was going to stay in the shadow forever. Um, and so for anyone who's struggling right now, lean into the courage because the shadows are always the darkest when you're about to get your breakthrough right before the miracle happens, right before the magic happens. There's this period of just friction where you just don't think you have it in you to go another step. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when it's, um, the most valuable to, you know, call on your support team and to remember that you are here to ascend to, to the light and you don't, um, you don't have to be defined by your past or the shadows that are in it. You know, you can choose to make a different choice that doesn't look like your past or what your, or what, um, the people in your life have been dictating towards you. And that's just another part of, of self mastery. And so, you know, I'd say fully lean into it because it's, um, there's so many life-changing aspects of being attuned, um, that have just been indescribable, even though I feel like I'm expressing like the core of it really well here today. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I just encourage you all to, um, to attune because it helps you to, really fall in love with yourself, like the good, the bad, the ugly, the shadow, your past hurts, um, you know, what you like about yourself, what you don't like about yourself, what's been hidden all these years, you know, and you get an opportunity to look at it all so that you can just calibrate to higher and greater love of self um, for your um, community, for um, your, your people and for the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you kind of ended on that note. I really do feel like 
when we start this journey of healing, awakening, whether it's with Reiki or yoga or whatever it may be, or just living your life and stuff comes up, you know, when you get to a certain age, you can't hold it anymore. There's no more room to shove stuff down. So it starts leaking out in all these interesting ways, but it's really just a call to love on an extremely deep level and to be vulnerable with ourselves and not, and there gets a point when we like, you know, we want to just chase those peak experiences mm-hmm. and we want to be on top of the mountain and feel all the awesome stuff. And we don't want to go down into the valleys, mm-hmm. um, but life is about going up to the mountain and coming down or, you know, a pendulum, whatever analogy you want to use. And sometimes it's easier to spiritually bypass and just go straight into like a meditation on the, you know, on the light or to like, just kind of leave our body and just stay living in our heart up and not get into the deeper shockers. Cause that's where we have a lot of our wounding, mm-hmm. but it's really just a call to love when the stuff comes up, whether it's limiting beliefs or, you know, some of the more shadowy aspects of ourself and personality, you know, our initial reaction is it can be terrifying. It can be scary, right? We get into fight, flight, or freeze yeah. um, or five. Yeah, but we can, the more we practice just allowing everything that is happening to be present without judgment, then things start to shift and it can be hard. Like I'm not going into extreme detail with what I'm going through right now, but like I said, I'm pretty deep into some shadow stuff and there's days where like, all I can do is just focus on my breath because it's that hard, you know, but I know that it's going to shift and I'm not going to be there forever. And just doing the best to show those aspects of myself, love is, you know, love's all that's really real Mm. Uh, anyway, you know, Mm. at the end of the day. So I feel like we've talked about really awesome, juicy stuff. Yeah. uh, It's been really awesome. I wanted to go back though. Was there anything else you wanted to say on that topic before I ask another question? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like I could talk about that forever. Um, but no, you really hit, you really hit the mark. Um, cause it really is about, um, this journey really is about going in deeper and deeper into love. So yeah. Oh, it's raining all of a sudden. That's Ooh, of course it is. <laughs> it wasn't even supposed to originally rain today, but I think I, uh, anyway, I was cleansing. <laughs> I was just silently, um, just praying and allowing like for the healing water to come through for you. So just embrace it. Pouring rain right now out of nowhere. (laughs) Embrace it. You're going to get your rainbow soon. But I did want to go back to in the beginning, you talked about like your new name, um, was like the dragon queen or something like that. And I am really interested to know like how that came about, what connection with dragons really is like. Cause I keep seeing like all this dragon stuff pop up and I feel like I really (laughs) fully understand all the like dragon stuff. So Uh, I would love to hear more about that. I so love this. Um, well, it's been the culmination of a lifelong love affair here. I'm going to show you. Let's see. I got the dragon that I have right here next to me. Ta-da! This is my Isis dragon. Oh, very nice. That's um, her goddess embodiment. There's a diamond on her head. So, and this, this was given to me um, by a dear friend who, um, who was my dragon sister. And she, she passed away about six years ago, which started my whole a uh, huge awakening journey. And also it began, it was the pinnacle for my 
dragon embodiment. Um, so last year, I think it was last year. Was it last year? <laughs> I don't know. Time isn't even real anymore because we're in a pandemic. Um, and time isn't real, period. But um, so I ended up working with a dragon master because the dragons kept calling to me. I started to see them in my um, shamanic journeys. And which, of course, makes perfect sense because I've been writing about dragons since I was 10. And just, you know, and I, I just believe that like my imaginary friends that I had at that time are really the dragons that have been my spirit guides my whole life. And so really coming into that knowledge. Um, and so with my, um, so I sought out a dragon master um, and I love this story too as well. I didn't actually, even know though. dragon masters were a thing. Oh, well, they are. They certainly are. Shout out to my dragon master, Alexandra. I love you. Um, and so I started out my, my dragon light body attunement started early January of this year. Um, I really, so, and it started out with, with, um, things crumbling and falling away. Um, so, uh, the start of this year, um, my aunt passed away. And so she had, she was like my spiritual mom. So like we had, so I was on the search for, okay, this obviously is going to bring me something magical because she didn't just like transition for me to not have, you know, because I'm part of my work um, that I do with my clients is the, 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 the retrieval of ancestral gifting. And so I help to help increase those ancestral connections because I, you know, as a me, as a medium and as a portal channel to the divine, um, it, it just helps to help whatever it helps to support. It helps makes the portal of love come through shining when you're dealing with, when you're increasing the connection to your own people, you know, your family, getting to know them and retrieving your ancestral legacy and breaking those ancestral chains. So that's what I'm here to do on earth. And so I ended up um, going through Dragon Master Attunement and I ended up um, getting my Dragon Light Body Attunement and also um, receiving the light language of the Dragon's mm -hmm. Attunement as well. So that high frequency that I have, you know, embodied, it's, beca it's become my life's work. Now I, you know, um, now me and the dragons are like officially one, which was something that was on my heart this whole time. Like who knew? So you're looking at a real live, like dragon dragons are really real people. Um, and so I'm just looking forward to, uh, working more with women about reclaiming their sovereignty because the dragons will help to collapse the shadow, mm -hmm. lift those dark, heavy energies, and also attune you to the multidimensional frequencies of light, unconditional love, and all of those other beautiful, magical things. Um, uh, I've had several, you know, clients have like immediate, like light, light language activations, you know, which is the mm -hmm. channel to which we all like you know, all the ancestral, well, yeah, all their ancestry and the celestial beings, they all communicate with each other through light language. So um, it's just been life-changing to, to work with the dragons and just know, to really embody them and move like them and behave like them and be, be it because that is me. So, um, you know, for anyone who's curious about that, that is my work. That's what I'm here to do on earth. I'm here to connect people to, their dragons and um their you know your passions your purpose your mission here on earth i'm here to you know be an activator of 
of divine feminine sovereignty and awakening and all of those magical things. So, um, but yeah, it, it started out because I was on a quest for, um, for connection actually. And so just knowing that, um, my aunt spoke light language, that was something that I, mm -hmm. Uh, I was just like, okay, wow, I guess I'm going to retrieve that now as my ancestral gift. And so, um, you know, she speaks it along with me. And so her presence is felt when I'm, when I'm doing work on myself and with my clients. So, um, and I have the beautiful violet flame dragons as my lineage. So you'll see me wear purple <laughs> to, to just really, um, you know, just represent, where I'm from and, and my lineage. Um, and so, yeah, the dragons are real and they're here to support us. Um, and so, you know, I would say, don't be shy if you're willing to, if you're willing and ready to work with the dragons. Um, it, they really are just amazing multi-dimensional beings. I mean, from like the, the 12th dimension, mm -hmm. like, you know, up and, and like beyond, like every dimension they work in, there's not, you know, they really do work with the higher dimensions. Um, and they will help to attune you. And you don't, you don't have to wonder about whether or not the dragons are working on you because number one, you you'll know because they work with such precision. Mm -hmm. Um, when I use light language on my, with my clients to burst through, um, trauma blocks or self-limiting belief blocks or abundance blocks, the light just, you know, it just dissolves it instantly. So um, being able to go at quantum speed is the reason why I can say we, my personal mission statement is that, yeah, I'm here to, I'm here to liberate souls. I'm here to, you know, work with, with, um, with women specifically who are willing to be attuned to the frequency um, because the dragons have returned. The dragons are here to, um, to find their like-minded souls, you know, to find, um, to find you. So if they're calling to you, don't hesitate to reach out. I would, you know, love to, uh, to help you start your journey and help you find your dragon. Um, and how do you work with these beautiful, magical creatures um, that have just really opened up a world where, you know, my inner child has always danced in. So Beautiful. yeah, I feel like a lot of these, you know, worlds, other dimensions, whatever, we spend a lot of time there with our imagination when we're children. Mm -hmm. And then we're told that that's like all that's make believe and our imaginary friends aren't real. And we like grow out of it. But I feel like when we're children, we're just so much more open to that stuff. And what yes. we're imagining is actually like real most of the time. You know, we really are playing with energy and in different dimensions and meeting different beings. And it's just like, mm -hmm. whatever. And we forget about that. And then sometimes it comes back up in our adult life and we're like, oh, I must be crazy because right. I'm like seeing and experiencing and walking in these different worlds. Um, oh. And, you know, sometimes it is, you know, some actual physical stuff going on. Right. Um, and imbalances with brain chemistry. Like if you have mm -hmm. thyroid issues, for example, that can lead right. to some really interesting things, which is part of what makes my life so interesting and <laughs> living without a thyroid. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast right there. Oh, um, but yeah, like it's yeah. nothing to be, for the most part, it's nothing to really be afraid of though. It's just returning to what we already knew. 
and yes. remembering what we came here for in the first place. And I feel my um, <laughs> calling is very similar to yours. Like I feel like I'm here to help people remember who they are and remember that they are whole and complete just as they are. Mm -hmm. And to just really like tap back into that, like depth of love that exists within and without. Mm -hmm. Um, But we kind of forget about the within part, right? And we focus Mm -hmm. so much on the outside. And when you were talking about dragons, like I saw like this purple dragon just hanging out. And then you (laughs) mentioned how like purple is my favorite color. And I, Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> I knew it because I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> purple is my favorite color. When I was younger, it used to be pink, but as an adult, it's definitely shifted to be purple. Like I really love purple. Mm. All shades of purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's the color. I got a little off track there. Um, <laughs> I love it so much. It's probably because the dragons are around both of us just swirling, seeing what we're up to. That's all. <laughs> yeah, probably just a little curious. Um, I just, I don't even know what I want to talk about next. Do we, I mean, we have like five to 10 more minutes or we could end it around 35 if you feel complete. Is there any like closing remarks that you want to share? Hmm. um this journey is also a journey of uh, of grace we don't give ourselves enough credit for what we go through and for our experiences and so I would like to continue to encourage everyone that if you're in a space where it seems tough Give yourself permission to take a break and to really do something nurturing for yourself Um, and be proud of what you've accomplished. Uh, No, no measure is, is too small or insignificant. Um, bring the, bring the energy of celebration into your life. It will allow you to, um, to shift and to be, and to be kinder to yourself. The world is already a, can be cruel place to be. So, um, so just, just attune to, to the kindness and really begin to explore what does it mean to be kind to yourself? Um, because oftentimes we are, we are kinder to others when we really need to be kind to ourselves. Um, and you'll be amazed at how much you will heal at an accelerated rate when you're kinder to yourself and you're not beating yourself up for your past mistakes or your fails or, um, the perceptions or the self-limiting beliefs, um, you know, when you can, um, move into a place of acceptance. Um, that's really where the integration happens. So I would, I would say for you, um, knowing that the, the shadow doesn't, the goal to recognize them is, is so that you understand that there's patterns here for you to look at that can be rewired. And also the shadows are meant for us to integrate. Our, our personality, who we are, doesn't really leave us. We can make, we can make changes that we are desiring to make. However, 
Um, but the shadows, they we're going to, they're always going to be kind of aspects of our personality. So the more that you choose to, you know, um, look at them in a way that, Hey, this is part of me. And this is a part of me that's calling out for deeper love and embodiment. Um, instead of, um, you know, instead of running away or, or feeling the heavy trigger that's in them, um, when you look at it that way, like that, there's just elements of us that just need more love. It's just going to bring you to a more peaceful, harmonious place. Um, because I did that dance before where I was just literally fighting every shadow that came up. And I can tell you that I still have the aspects of myself, <laughs> you know, the shadow aspects, I still have them. They didn't go, they didn't go what they didn't leave. I mean, you know, they just, became to a place where they're integrated and they're not, they're no longer ruling, ruling the show. You know, um, I'm not, you know, I made the choice not to act out on my wounded child. You know, I, I tend to recognize where I need to give myself love and where I need to, you know, attend to myself. And so that helped also. Um, so yeah, you know, just calling on just bravery for, for everyone, because it's, um, this, this life has so much things to unpack in it. Um, and so I'm just going to challenge everyone to, um, to start to think about what do you truly desire? What really lights you up? Um, because it's who you are and all of your, your magic and your gifts and your personality just makes the world a brighter place, a more whole and complete integrated experience for us all. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we don't give ourselves enough credit. I think we tend to focus on the next thing that needs healing, the next thing, the next thing, or I'm tired of healing this one thing. I just want to ignore it and go on to something else. Mm-hmm. But just like that, that's celebrating how far we've come. Like, did you wake up today? Did you get out of bed? Right. You know, did you show up for yourself? Because sometimes just that act in and of itself can mm-hmm. be extremely difficult because sometimes when we're in the thick of it, we just want to sleep it away. Absolutely. So like something as simple as just like, did you get up today? Did you show mm-hmm. up for yourself today? Um, and doing the self-care like I have been feeling called to take so many more baths than I've ever taken in my life <laughs> but I'm just I like taking baths you know and just like putting on some music and lighting candles or you know doing doing a, making sure I do a little bit of yoga every day just to like stretch and connect to my yeah. breath um, you know and just having a self-care routine is like, super important too and to be gentle and kind with ourselves and Um, remember that it's not so much about getting rid of, like you said, these shadowy aspects of ourselves, but just integrating everything fully. We have so many separate parts from like the the inner critic to the inner child to so many more. Like I'm reading this book about internal family systems and I made a list of like all the parts of me and I came up with like 45 and I'm like, holy moly, Mm -hmm. like no wonder I can feel like so many different people you know so impressive soul retrieval yeah. mm-hmm. but anyways um, I feel like we could, could keep talking forever I but I want to end it there I feel like that's a good place to kind of pause Absolutely. and 
thank you so much for being a guest and I will share our information. We have a Facebook group right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'll share that so you can get in contact with her and her lovely group. And as more things become available, I can always add and share those as well. Yes. I love it because I am rebranding y'all. <laughs> it has just been an honor and to uh to reflect today on where I was when I first started my Reiki journey with you to where I am now it's all of it has been so unbelievable say what said when was that I don't even I can't I can't even remember I was trying to remember the date before I came on here but I want to say it's like 2020 because I was had to have been in 2020 like early 2020 yeah I was I just moved I had just moved February March March sometime (laughs) can you believe it's all it's like right before the pandemic became real like there we go Mm -hmm. yeah so then that was about maybe it was like early March I think it was like right before everything had shut down and then I was like yes everything shut down I could finish I could start my Reiki training I was very happy about it I was one of those people Mm y'all because I was you know, I was running back and forth to the school system, servicing kids. I was putting 200 miles on my car every day. Like, so now I get to work from home. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and build the business of my dreams. So it's, um, you know, for any of you who are, um, are still resisting the, the Ascension process that's here for you. Um, don't hesitate to get a guide that can help you shine a light on where you are specifically so that you don't have to struggle against the current of life. You can learn how to flow with the energy that is, is showing up for you. And, you know, even though we have that, like, you know, support in the spirit realm, the support from source, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's nice to have that like tangible in-person, like 3d, like support so definitely invest in yourself and find someone you connect with absolutely as always thank you so much for listening or watching and if the message in this video resonate with you please feel free to share um, subscribe to the youtube channel and click the notification icon so you get notified every time there's new podcasts which is typically every saturday sometimes i skip a few weeks but um thank you to all and thank you to crystal Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. See you next time. All right.